Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Jill on Money show. It is Tuesday, January 4th, first week of the year. I know, do a little stretching, gang. It's, it, you're stiff. It's like, oh, I got to do this again. If you are like me and Mark, you took some time off during the holidays and thank goodness you did because it's good to recharge. And I know that we feel recharged and we are really looking forward to a great 2022. And I know that that greatness comes from not us, it comes from you guys, our amazing listening audience, the folks out there who just listen passively, that's great. The people who want to ask us questions, you're great too. It is a community and we are very grateful that you have brought this show to where it is today. So thank you, thank you. Let's get into it. Let's talk to Rose in North Carolina, and we're talking about robo-advisors. My husband and I have been working, we both work, and we've been saving and investing. Um, and recently, we've been, um, we are going to have some financial changes, like buying a house and maybe sending the kids to private school. Mm-hmm. So I am kind of taking financial stock of where we're at, and we keep bumping up against these robo-advisors. My husband is very interested in them. I am a little more nervous about them. Um, And I wanted to know whether you think it's really worth it to move money from a traditional brokerage account into something like Betterment because of the daily rebalancing and the tax loss harvesting. Okay, so let's start with what you have. Who is managing the account right now? You guys? We are. Okay. So the cost is basically whatever the cost of the funds are. Are you using mostly index funds? Exactly. Very low cost ETFs. Okay. So what is it about the robo that your husband thinks that you're not getting currently? He thinks that it saves us from having to rebalance. Mm -hmm. And he's been reading that doing daily rebalancing and tax loss harvesting can save you or add you know, thousands of dollars to your portfolio every year. Okay. So So he feels like maybe we're leaving money on the table. Oh, that's very interesting. Okay. Let's talk about what you have. Tell us about what's in the accounts currently. So let's start with non-retirement accounts because obviously that rebalancing only is really useful in term and the tax loss stuff is really only useful when it comes to a taxable account. So what's in a taxable account currently? Okay. So we have a little over 700000 in a taxable brokerage account at Schwab. Okay. And we have that about 80%, 80-20 
It's like all ETFs, okay. low cost. Great. And then we have about 250000 in cash, mm-hmm. which is a bit high, but we, like I said, we are going to buy a house. So yeah. We've been setting aside cash for a down payment. So I don't think we should count that for the... Yeah, understood. That's going to be done. Right. Okay. And then we have some money in 529s, and then we have another about 800000 in retirement accounts. With current employers? Current and former okay. employers. And now he went ahead just uh, before, you know, a few weeks ago, he was curious about the betterment thing. So he put one uh, IRA in betterment, which is obviously you won't really value. There's no value to the tax loss harvesting. Right. But he just wanted to try it out and yeah. see the rebalancing and all the tools. Okay. That seems fair enough. There's no reason why. That's not a bad idea. Tell us about what's going on in your lives. You sound young and it sounds like you've got young kids. So how old are you and how old is your husband? Yeah. We're in late 30s, early 40s. We have two kids, age three and seven, and um, we rent. We've been renting for a very long time. Wow. And yeah, so now we are ready to buy. Mm -hmm. And also we're thinking about, well, my younger one has to go to private Mm -hmm. preschool, which is expensive. Mm. And then for logistical reasons, it may be easier for us to send our older kid to private school too. All right. That's going to be expensive. How much do you guys earn together? Together, we earn probably like four fifty to 500000 a year. And you're saving a lot, it sounds like, because you've got all this money right. set aside. How much are you paying in rent, just out of curiosity? 2700 a month. Okay. You can buy a house for how much money and be happy. What's the, what's the house going to cost you? The two fifty. We can be happy five fifty to okay. six hundred thousand. All right, so six hundred. You get a two hundred fifty thousand. You put two fifty down. You got. You still have a conventional mortgage, piece of cake, and reasonable. And I'm sure the taxes aren't too bad there, right? Right. Okay. Good. I'm not a hundred. This is going to sound like uh, maybe a tiny bit surprising to you. I'm not convinced that daily rebalancing is necessary. I've looked at a lot of academic research. And I have found that pretty much people say that if you you could rebalance once, twice, or four times a year and get just about the same bang for your buck, I feel like a little bit like this is unnecessary. I mean, it may be that you're really busy. If you said to me, oh my God, I'm so busy in my life and there's no way we can keep managing this money, we want to go to a robo environment, then I think, fine. But I don't see that you're gaining that much. I'm not sure that you're you're actually leaving all that much money on the table. And frankly, if you just did a little tax loss selling when you begin the fourth quarter of the year for your non-retirement account, that $700,000 account, you may be in just fine shape. So unless he's hell-bent on doing it, it sounds like you're doing a good job. Do you feel overwhelmed by it? I mean, in other words, is there something else you're seeking? Do you want actual financial planning and more customized advice that's not about your investments, but about your life? So I think part of this is motivated by wanting that broader just input. It's hard to find fee-based fiduciary financial planners. And, you know, I try to only hire work with women. This is a personal matter. So it was even Love harder. You. But I did find somebody who seems great and she's doing a financial plan for us. Oh, great. But they don't want to invest. Like they won't give us real investment guidance without managing it for us. Sort of weird. But yeah. I like the idea that you paid for a financial plan and you get that. Because I think that if one of the things that would be interesting is if you said to me, well, I want more finance, you got your financial plan. Now it's talking about allocating assets. This is like 
the easiest part of your entire financial life. And you're doing it. You are doing it right now. I guess I would wonder, would they would they comment, okay, about what your allocation is right now? They will. Okay, they fine. Will, and they'll go so far as to say, hey, we think you're taking on too much risk in this area or that area. Good. But they don't want to give us Fine. What's their portfolio? We don't about. need. We don't care about their portfolio. Your portfolio is probably better and more efficient than theirs. So I think if you're getting a plan and you look at your allocation, I don't think you need a robo. I mean, if he really wants to do it, then let him throw a little bit of money in there and he can play with it mm-hmm. and use the tools. It's not that expensive, but it is like the 20 basis points difference would flow to your bottom line, right? Mm-hmm. So you're right. It really probably is only 0.2 or 0.3% differential between you managing it and them putting it on their platform. But I like what you're doing and I think you're in great shape. So I'm not sure why you do it. One last thing is when you say like the tax loss selling, that start part gets a little technical for me. I mean, isn't that is that something that the Schwab person at the branch can help with? Yeah, like let me I'm, tell you what this okay. is. Okay, here is what happens: you buy a mutual fund or an ETF, you spend ten dollars on it. Now it's the beginning of the fourth quarter, right? So it's ten dollars a share. Now it's nine dollars a share, and you're like, oh, I have a loss there. Even if you loved that fund, you could sell it. And take that loss, whatever the loss is. The rule of thumb is that you can sell something at a loss. You could also sell something at a gain and they could wash the gain against the loss. Meaning if you lost $1,000 in one fund, you gained $1,000 in another, you could sell them. You basically no tax consequences. And, and that's just a way to clean up and rebalance your portfolio at the end of the year. Maybe you look at what you own and you say, hey, you know what? I don't need 14 funds. I really just want seven funds. And you can clean up that way. The other thing that you're okay. allowed to do is in a taxable account is you can take up to $3,000 in losses every year against your ordinary income. So if you said, I have one loser in my, it's, it's October. You say, oh, I got a loser in my portfolio. And even if you thought it was a great fund, you might say, let me just sell it and I can take up to $3,000 of losses in that portfolio beyond any gains that I take. That's what tax loss selling is. It, it is mm. It's that easy. It's what did I buy it for? What's it worth now? Is it a gain? Is it a loss? Okay, if you are like Rose and you want to know the difference between a robo-advisor, doing it yourself, getting full-time help, anything at all remotely associated with financial advice, financial sales, financial professionals, we're here for you. So just hop onto the website, jillonmoney.com. While you're there, there is a contact button and you just click it and you can ask your question. See how easy it is? Just like that, right there for you. The other thing you can do is you can subscribe to our sister broadcast it is called eye on money and we drop that a couple times a week it's a fun a little bit different marks on the air with me so that's more fun for me and uh, we always consider this uh, a great pleasure this is one of the most fun parts of what we do is this broadcast with you so make it even more fun by asking your question do something nice for someone else today and remember the mantra remains grit growth grace thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow tomorrow